In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Welcome back to another episode of Betches Brides. I'm your host, Fallon Carter. And I'm actually in the Betches recording studio today, which I'm extremely excited about. I don't know if any of you probably can't see it because you're listening to me, but it is beautiful. It's spectacular. There's flowers everywhere. There's disco balls everywhere. Anyway, I want to introduce you to Jamie Spock who is an actual Betch's bride who was actively planning their wedding. And it's my goal to help guide them through the process with practical tips and expert insights. Jamie, how are you today? I'm great. It's so <laughs> nice to be here with you in person. I agree. I'm so excited. Face yeah. to face. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you so much for schlepping in and bringing beautiful energy and a good vibe and congratulations on your engagement. Thank you. It's not that much of a schlep. I work on the Upper East Side okay. and I live in Astoria. So I was, I was giving you something. So, but okay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was so much work to, to trudge we, down here. We are grateful for your service. Thanks. But your fiance, mm -hmm. Jackie. Yes, we are planning a big, fat, lesbian, Jewish wedding. Can I come? Of course. Thanks. <laughs> of course. <laughs> When are you guys planning to have this wedding? So our wedding date is November 5th, 2023. Okay. So just under eight months to go. Copy that. And is this a Friday, Saturday? It is a Sunday, which I know is very controversial mm. on the Betches Brides podcast, but we are having a, as traditional as a lesbian Jewish wedding can be, <laughs> a traditional Jewish wedding. So that, you know, next Friday night and okay. Saturday night um, would just have started too late for a lot of people, so... All right. And how many people are coming to the shindig? It's a great question. Um, <laughs> our invite list is now around 2.30. Ooh, spicy. So, yeah. It's we big. So hopefully like maybe around like 170, huh. 180 show up. Okay. All right. I take it. Yeah. And where is this wedding taking place? It's taking place at a place called Renaissance Event Hall in okay. Long Island City in Queens near our house. How'd you guys pick the venue? So um, I... So I've always thought about my wedding more than Jackie had thought about her <laughs> wedding. And I always wanted to get married in Manhattan, um, you know, places like the plaza. But or, the, or okay. my, my ultimate dream venue is the New York Public Library. Mine too. And like, I can't <laughs> afford it. But the way I make myself feel better about not affording it is like they don't do religious ceremonies. So Ding. that's why I can't get married there. Um <laughs> And so we looked at it, we looked at places in Brooklyn and Manhattan. Um, a lot of places were simply out of our budget. Mm -hmm. um, we looked at raw spaces and we're like, oh, this is like inexpensive. And then you have to bring in every fork, every yep. napkin, every drink stirrer. All the lighting. All the lighting. Mm -hmm. So Jackie actually found this event hall on a walk around our neighborhood. Oh. And we went in for a tour and we liked it. It's, it's, it's a nice place. We get some of... Um, like there's some decor in there that kind of like makes me think of the venues that I liked in Manhattan. Okay. So yeah, and it's all inclusive. So we get catering, tables, chairs, everything. Love. Are you guys bringing in any other auxiliary decor? I mean, of course, probably your mm -hmm. florals, but anything yes. else? So we're bringing in florals, um, 
we would like to bring in a disco ball installation. <laughs> um, but because um, our venue, the venue also includes string lighting. So okay. I want to do disco balls interspersed with that. Um, and I think decor, I would have wanted to do more, but we may have to pare, come. pare it down okay. a little bit. All good. So talk talk to me about your vision. I think you had some cohesiveness things. You guys yes. are, you mentioned some disco balls. What's mm-hmm. What are some other themes of decor you might be leaning um, into? So we're both big readers. I actually proposed to her in a bookstore oh. in Brooklyn. Um, books are magic. Just want to plug them. Um, <laughs> I proposed to her in a bookstore. So we want to like have, you know, books as part of our centerpieces on the tables, maybe bookmarks as like place setting, like place cards and favors. I know favors is also controversial, but um, I feel like, I feel like a small bookmark (laughs) as like, as like your name, your name card um, would be cute. I like that. Um, And then, so we also want to have like, we want to make our guests feel like they're at like a classic New York City wedding. Mm-hmm. Most of Jackie's friends are married and their weddings were beautiful, but none of them were were in, you know, the five boroughs. So okay. um this is definitely gonna be a first for both of both sides of our friends and family, okay. a city wedding. So we've got books, we've got disco balls. Mm-hmm. Is there another is there another theme you're trying to tie in or is New that- York City. New York City. New York City. Okay. Yeah. So how to try how to tie in kind of three but they're not that far off. I think you're in a good spot because mm-hmm. it's like the New York Public Library would have been a fabulous oh, setting because it would have knocked a lot of things off and yeah. just bring in some disco balls and we got this thing. Yeah. But you're now trying to bring it all into one setting mm-hmm. and I think you're doing it beautifully. Mm-hmm. I think pro tip is never try to be too literal Okay. and sprinkle it in as it's needed. Okay. And when I say sprinkle it in, it's sometimes I say create a design board of all of the things you could potentially be ordering for mm-hmm. your wedding. So start from the top. We're definitely going to order save the dates. We're probably going to order invitations. Mm-hmm. At some point, we're going to get to what's on the table, menus. We're going to get to signage, welcome bag inserts or welcome yeah. bags themselves, mm-hmm. like you're saying, these favors. Oh. So I would say pace yourself so that way you're not just leaning heavy into one aesthetic. Right. Okay. Like I like where you're going with the books. Mm-hmm. I would even do – I like – I think – Giving away a book as opposed we, to the books on the centerpieces would have been want, cool. We want to do that, but like we just don't know who that's yeah. coming to the wedding is going to actually take one because – and like we thought about thrifting them, but that might be mm. a bit of a headache. I would love um, – books are magic if you're listening. Um, <laughs> I would love for them to do like a book bar at our wedding. What if you had people bring books and you donated books to – I never – I didn't think about that. I would actually really like that. kids that need – yeah. That need to know that books are magic. Yeah, yeah. we could break, like do a um, children's book drive because yeah. I know like reading was very important to me when I was young. It was very important to Jackie. So I actually really love that idea. Good. I think charities, I love, I mean, of course I've yet to be married and I'm like, I would love to do a charity instead of a real, real registry, but cold hard cash is fabulous, yeah. folks. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> giving to charity is great, but anybody who says that they don't want Gifts, especially cash, is lying to that, themselves. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm not that person. Give me mm-hmm. gifting is actually my love language. Yes, so it, it would. Same. I would have a terrible wedding experience if you didn't give <laughs> yeah. me something. But anyway, so I like the books. I like mm-hmm. the bookmark idea. Mm-hmm. I think you mentioned also 
Like you're going to have some disco balls around. I don't think mm-hmm. that's going to be wildly crazy. Okay. In New York City, maybe you're maybe you're offsetting the books with maybe New York City themed books or like picture oh, books yeah. that are New York like City that. themed picture books mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Um, maybe even making that your guest book, like a big photo gallery mm. of a New York City yeah. book. Um, like don't like don't do metro cards or the yeah. the taxis all over the place and yeah. black and white cookies and well actually we are, maybe we are going to do black and white cookies. We are going to do black and white cookies for our like reception. So I think you're on your way. I would say don't overthink it. And mm-hmm. when you think you're doing too much, you probably are. Okay, take your time. Because you said your, your save the dates went out and what were they? Um, they were little, the template is on Zazzle. They were like little newspaper, like Mm -hmm. the proposal post, like blah, blah, blah. Um, and we got (laughs) a lot of, um, really nice feedback on them. I think that's great. Mm -hmm. Cause that was your New York city kind of concept of like a New York city newspaper. Yeah. 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 And we took our engagement photos in the West village. So we had those photos on there. Um, so we also got that in somehow. I love, and even you can take old New York times and, as so when f- the wedding is done mm-hmm. a lot of times we order butcher paper mm-hmm. to wrap up the flowers and give them away to guests mm-hmm. since it just yeah. they just go into the trash yeah so maybe you can get old new york times i love that and let people wrap their flowers in them and take them home i love that we our florist was talking to us about uh putting that in mason jars because mm. that's just like easy to buy in bulk yeah but i love the newspaper idea yeah have people take it home and they can put it in yeah they can put it in a vase yeah spend the money on yeah. that all right okay you feel yeah. good you got some ideas some concepts I do feel good my other question is like fonts oh um I fonts that. is a big thing for me <laughs> um i i do not want wedding script anywhere near my wedding do you know the script i'm talking about where it's really like loopy and like um, and everybody uses it i (sighs) menu looks like it's 30 letters long like (laughs) it makes me angry um so should our font be consistent from our invitations to menu cards to any signage that we have should it all be the same yes okay cohesiveness okay yeah Okay. Um, so where you started now, try and do a delicate balance. Mm-hmm. However, I'm like, save the dates. Eh. Yeah. The invitations is usually when you can mm-hmm. stamp that design yeah. and decor moment in yeah. and make sure all of your day of is mm-hmm. consistent. Okay. I think that's that's easy yeah. peasy. How are you looking through fonts? How are you finding your fonts? Um, so actually, books are <laughs> books, books are magic, are magic okay. is not sponsoring this episode. <laughs> no. um, but they—that's actually what we're titling it, yes, just so you know. Are, okay, cool. Um, oh my god, that would be so cool. Um, they so they make they have like bagu totes, um, okay. and there is this one font they called it like the strawberry font. And I like DM'd them, and I was like, I really like this font. Like, is it usable for the public? And they sent it to us. Um, so if we can use that oh. font, that would actually be great. It's called like Cabernet JF or whatever for anybody who like really is going to really deep dive is good at going to okay, deep dive. Cool. So you heard it here first, guys. Yes. Okay. Cabernet JF. Love. So you found a font. Mm-hmm. Are you designing all of your own paper? <sighs> oh, I talk to me. See, I would love nothing more than to be a DIY girly, mm. but. Um, it's, it's just not, it's not in the cards for okay. me. Um, and I want to value that, you know, that it's not mm-hmm, your thing. Cause mm-hmm. some people deep dive into a DIY project 
and only realize until when it's too late yeah. that this is not their skill set. Yeah. Continue. And like we do have, you know, for some people, our budget might be huge, but I think we have a relatively moderate wedding budget. So I am a buy girly. So we have to kind of reconcile that <laughs> with the um, or rent okay. or rent. Girly. I love rent. Um, I love to rent. So, yeah, I'm I think it's folk, it's prioritizing what is physical mm-hmm. in the space. Mm-hmm. I always say rent as much as you can because yeah. you're not going to take right. 150,000 mason jars home right. at night and store them. Because my closet actually is a proof of that yeah. as a planner. Like I've taken a lot of things home and I fostered a lot of decor that is mm-hmm. still stacking up. So, and then people are just wasting money on it. You've purchased it. You're not going to do anything with it. I mean, you can resell it in those like Facebook And groups. when are you going to do that? True. Mm. <laughs> Never. <laughs> It's like once you come back from your honeymoon and you're like, yeah. oh, look at all of this. Because then eventually I would say outsource that job to someone like okay. get an assistant on Fiverr to resell it if you really mm-hmm. want to go that route. Like mm-hmm. think about all the logistical steps like someone mm-hmm. comes, picks it up because on the end uh, at your wedding night, you're not going to want to be packing up all this stuff. You want to designate all of those tasks to someone mm-hmm. so you can be in bliss. But when it comes to, I say, prioritizing the budget on what you're renting, what is fake, what is DIY, focus on the things that don't require that aren't in front of guests. So mm-hmm. your florals, definitely great. If like your menu cards, I always say make sure those are really great because people actually touch mm-hmm. those and interact with them. Yeah. The bar signage, maybe that's less expensive or mm-hmm. you got it from Zazzle. But mm-hmm. I'm like, get a good quality menu, get a good quality place card mm-hmm. and everything else can kind of be fluff. Yeah. Even the signage, can you can wing right. that a little bit. Right. Also think of the things that the photographer is going to capture. You mm-hmm. want to focus on making sure those, like, some weddings are absolutely spectacular because we only are seeing like five photos. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, if you want the disco ball moment and this library moment, you could actually build your own kind of scene and make sure that's the scene that's always captured. Yeah. So talk to, talk to your team, but I would say lean on what is actually being photographed, mm-hmm. what is actually going to be tangible and held. Yeah. That's where you should focus your budget on. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Speaking of menu cards, we're most likely going to do a buffet dinner. Okay. That's also very divisive. I was I was not <laughs> on board with the buffet at the beginning of wedding planning, but just for our party size and budget, buffet made the most sense at our venue. Yeah. Do you think people will think that is tacky? Like if I put if I put black tie optional or formal on an invitation for the dress code and then they show up and dinner is buffet, are people going to be like, 
oh my God, how could she do this to us? It's all about how it looks and it's all okay. about how you present it. Mm-hmm. So buffet, it's called stations, okay? Mm. It's not a buffet, Thank it's a station. And it depends on are you putting it in chafing dishes or will it be displayed more beautifully, like a carving dish with the light over it and there's a mm-hmm. person behind it sawing fresh yeah. meat. Yeah. I don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's all about how you, it's presentation is everything. Mm-hmm. Like, a hundred percent. And that's what the wedding world is. Yeah. So it's get great stations. Mm-hmm. I love, I'm a station girl. I'm a cocktail. The food stays hot. The food stays hot. And I can go back and get more when mm-hmm. I want to. And I like to dance and eat. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's party vibes all the way. Yeah. I mean, I've, I see a lot on wedding TikTok and I've listened to other wedding podcasts where they're like, okay, you, you listen dinner? to other wedding podcasts. No, I don't. Okay, um, so. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely do not. Um, so. Where they talk about like dinner as mm. one thing and then dancing following that. Yep. Definitely they, that person has never been to a Jewish wedding because <laughs> you go immediately in and you dance immediately in from cocktail hour and dance and like there's the hora and first mm-hmm. dance and then you maybe have salad or appetizer. Then you go out and dance more and then mm-hmm. you out and like eat dinner and do speeches and toast and then it's just dancing, dancing, yeah. dancing. It's the same in a black wedding. Like okay. we just dance this is and why eat. That's why we're here. That's why this is going to, I will come to I your wedding. But girl, safe space, safe okay. space. This is great. So I 100% agree. It's all a, just presentation. Make mm-hmm. sure the display of the food looks delightful and mm-hmm. inviting. Okay. And that it's well lit. Great. So invest in some lighting. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, I'm so pro lighting. I don't think enough people spend enough time just being in this room alone. Like a good lighting is the same as a good filter. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It can, it can really change. Any, it can change the whole thing and make that thing look like a Vanity Fair after party. Mm-hmm. And it was just a regular old venue in Long Island City. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, so invest in some good lighting that lights up the sta- stations, make them mm-hmm. feel inviting. Maybe get a good table linen for them mm-hmm. so that they look fun and festive and interactive. Right. But people will be as a, they're excited to I be I want them invited. to be drunk, yeah. Too. Then focus on having the waiters <laughs> stand at the door. Mm-hmm. Like focus on service. When service mm-hmm. is impeccable and they're coordinated and sometimes mm-hmm. the fits are nice. Yeah. I always ask when I'm working with a catering company, what are they wearing? Mm-hmm. Send me my options. Is it a denim look? Is it a whole tan what look? denim? But de- sometimes good denim's good when you're doing like an upstate farm wedding. It's cute. Um, yeah. We, they we, look like a little Matthew McConaughey. It's yeah. cute. People expect it because <laughs> people expect it because we're gay that they're like, oh, you're going to do a farm wedding. And like, oh. I don't know how gay weddings and farm weddings became one and the same, either. but- not in this house. I only did one lesbian wedding and they did have hay. So maybe that was a thing. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Anyway. So, <laughs> so I think. Circling back. Ask your, ask what the wait staff looks like. Because mm-hmm. that'll make it more presentable. Make mm-hmm. sure you light up those stations. I think you're going to be totally fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. I feel it's better. food. They're yeah. going to eat it and they're going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But focus also on the presentation of the drinks mm-hmm. and make sure your bar looks really nice and it's okay. bountiful. Like when you go into a good bar. Mm-hmm. Don't you always notice like the garnishes and those little oil things? Ask your ask your bar people if you can add some really cool accoutrement Mm -hmm. and like it's all presentation. A vodka tonic's way better when it's got this zizzle of like Mm -hmm. a little lemon size thing on it. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Thoughts? That made me feel so much better (laughs) because because I I have like Dom Perignon taste. Yeah, on like a natty light, not even Keystone light, like a natty natty? light budget. Um, so I'm here for you. Yeah. Presentations, everything. It's just, it's the appearance. You just gotta. Yeah. Normally I'm like, beauty is on the inside, but for my wedding day, no, it's, it's on the, it's on the, it's on the, it's on the, I love that for you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, so we've talked a little bit about cohesiveness, bringing it all together. Mm-hmm. And we talked about just making your budget spread. Focus mm-hmm. on the things that are necessary and d- don't try and do too many things. Mm-hmm. I think you're on your way to success. Mm-hmm. I think you're in a good spot. Thank you. And digital invitations are not terrible. Just flagging that. I'm not doing that. Because books are magic. Yeah, because books okay. are magic. <laughs> and Okay. Yeah. Now there's another component. Yes. Your papa. Yes. My father passed away in August, um, kind of in the middle of wedding planning, um, which was, you know, at that point we'd had a lot of our vendors booked, um, but it kind of like just put like it, it didn't derail the whole process, but it just paused the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was considering, you know, should we push back the wedding and, you know, things like that. But, but I'm just, I, so I have a lot of different ideas of how I would like to honor my dad at mm. the wedding, but how how do I do that without it becoming, you know, it taking over mm-hmm. the day and the day being about like, oh, if Jamie's dad was here, X, Y, Z, rather than, oh, Jamie and Jackie are getting married and it's yeah. a beautiful day and like we miss him, but, you know, he's, quote, here with us. Yeah. Even though I hate that phrase. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> Yes. Okay. What are your ideas? Let's start there. Um, so I am having from one of his blue dress shirts because he wore blue a lot. Mm. Um, having the seamstress at my final wedding gown alteration appointment take like take fabric out and make it into a heart and sew it into the bodice. I would like to have some kind of memory table mm-hmm. or or leave a chair for him. I'm yep. like I'm divided on the you know, reserved chair thing. Mm -hmm. I would have for the ceremony, you know, put one of his suit jackets on the back, but, but we got rid of all of them by it. Cause we weren't, we weren't even thinking about like when we were cleaning out his apartment, um, my parents were divorced when we were cleaning out his apartment, you know, all our thoughts were like, you know, we have to be out. We have to clean all the, all these things. So, you know, I wasn't even in the headspace to be like, you know what? We should save one of these. So Yeah. Does he have a favorite song? So we were going to do a father-daughter dance to What a Wonderful World, the Louis Armstrong version, because that's what I danced to him with at my bat mitzvah. But now, I mean, I could do a dance with my mom and we might, but I don't know how I feel about the whole family dance thing in general, Mm. especially now after going through what I've gone through. But, you know, that should have been with him. I agree. I don't know if that makes sense. So it's like you don't want to replace it. I don't want to replace it. I yeah. agree. The ideas you have, I think, I think are fabulous. Mm-hmm. And should I walk down the aisle to What a Wonderful World? That's, I think that's a beautiful okay. because it'll just be a moment that you know about. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe the other people that know that was the song will mm-hmm. know, but that will give you everything that you need to know that he is with you at that exact mm-hmm. moment, which is exactly where he would have loved to have been. Yeah. Yeah. So if I do that, I don't need to do like, here's his chair at the reception and yada yeah. yada. To me, the chair at the reception lasts longer and it might be a continual reminder. Mm-hmm. The song which at I the don't. ceremony gives it a nice mm-hmm. transition and then your yeah. recessional song can be yeah. its own thing. Yeah. And I do like, just putting a marker on the chair at the mm-hmm. ceremony. I think yeah. that's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And if you want to have 
and maybe this is a table that has your dad and maybe is inclusive of other mm-hmm. people that are in memory, mm-hmm. maybe from Jackie's side. Yeah. Um, like an in-memory table. Sometimes I put that next to like the guest book, mm-hmm. kind of like as a place to like, yeah. you, you see some people standing there just honoring them yeah. for a moment, get some candles, maybe put the, some bouquets there. Yeah. Make it soft, but that way it's, they're there and mm-hmm. they're, they're not overarching the celebration, right. but they're in the same space, okay. which I think is lovely. Yeah. I like that idea. But I think you you, you didn't need my help. You had yes, this. Yes, I did. You I had need, this. So I, I, I need, I, I need a lot validation. of validation. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, and like to bounce my ideas off of someone that like gets yeah. it. Not that my friends don't get it. Um, or, you know, we, we do have our wedding coordinator that gets it as well. Um, I love her. Her name's Amy of Poppy and Lynn. Hey, Poppy um, and Lynn, Amy, <laughs> chirp, chirp. Um, but, you know, just just an out, a completely outside yes. person. I think that's great. Like a therapist. Oh, I'm a wedding therapist. Yes. All right. I want to now talk really quickly about your love of being an inclusive person coming mm-hmm. to your vendors, yes. saying, hey, guys, I want to support your businesses, but my budget is not going to be able to support your businesses. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about the battle you've been having there. So we've, surprisingly, we've we've been able to do that with um, with our florist, which is what was our biggest concern, mm-hmm. um, given how expensive florals are. Mm-hmm. We hired a lesbian Jewish florist named Miriam Bloom. Wow, shout out. Her name is actually Bloom. <laughs> Um, but it's mostly for the stationary. So like stationary mm. is very important to me. I know it's for, for a lot of people to throw away thing. I know it will end up in people's trash, but I really like to me, a wedding invitation is the cart, like the letterpress yep. thing that you get. But I just don't know if our budget is conducive to sending every, every household or every guest couple, mm-hmm. what have you, a letterpress invitation. The way I would do, so if you found a great stationaire, there's a few things you can do. Maybe you're not sending everyone a letterpress invitation. But then would they call each other and discuss my invitations and say, why did you, you have get to do it in I the I right didn't? group? I think it's your immediate family mm-hmm. that gets the letterpress. Okay. And maybe your other family or the other friends or the people who went to school with you or something. Mm-hmm. Divide and conquer. Maybe they get a digital printed version that looks Similar-esque, mm-hmm. it still is beautiful. Okay. Or ask if there are any concessions they can give you. Generally, it's not letterpresses, letterpress. Mm-hmm. Right. But consider artwork. And maybe you're hiring someone who can do artwork as like a border mm-hmm. that you can graphically print on a letterpress invitation or just yeah. graphically print on a regular invitation that you feel mm-hmm. okay about. Mm-hmm. But that way you're maybe supporting an artist mm-hmm. as opposed to a stationaire yeah. and still having their artwork sent out. Yeah. But letterpress is, I love it too. Mm-hmm. I, it's definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. But maybe maybe only, maybe you're sending electronic invitations to everyone else. My mom may- would die. Okay. She would pass out. But just send it to like 20, <laughs> get 20 of them bad boys printed. Like, it's it, a good like, idea. Just send it to some people and I love the rest of you all, but you really don't deserve all these letterpress yeah. invitations. Especially if they're going to go in the trash <laughs> anyway. Exactly. Because yeah. they're going to respect. I yeah, everyone knows how much weddings cost. But mm-hmm. that would be my first suggestion. If you can't deal with that, mm-hmm. try and talk to an artist to mm-hmm. see if that's something they can do. Awesome. Um, or say, hey, I really want to work with you. And just ask the vendor specifically, is there any way we can work together? This is my budget. Mm-hmm. What can we do? Right. Cause I 
I think I've learned through wedding planning that negotiation isn't can you lower these prices because you don't want to pay people nope. what under what they're worth. Correct. But it's like, what can we do within this. these constraints that I have? Like, what can we add? What can what things are in this package that we don't really need? Like, yeah. take it away. So because maybe it's they can they she can say or he can say, hey, I can actually do your place cards. I can do letter plus place cards or maybe it's mm-hmm. something smaller that they can do quickly and easily right. with your date or something like that. Right. And they're like, you're like, actually, that would be lovely. Awesome. So I yes. Pro tip, just ask what they can do for your budget, but don't ask them to come down to meet your budget. OK, support a small business. Yes. Shop small. <laughs> Shop small. And books are magic. Yes. All right. So other than that, now we have a big, fat, Jewish, lesbian wedding. Yes. And you found a lot of inspo for that or talk to me. What do you um, see out there for that? So a lot of the lesbian wedding <laughs> inspiration um, I find is not religious, um, which, you know, rightfully so. A lot of, um, you know, we won't even touch that. But and a lot of it, I, it just doesn't speak to me mm. in the way that. I would want it to. I don't really like a lot of the weddings that I see are on farms or they're micro weddings and elopements. And like Jackie and I are so lucky that both of our families are are super accepting and loving. And, you know, we didn't if there is someone that's homophobic, we don't know about it and they won't get invited <laughs> to the wedding, which is not the reality for a lot of gay Agreed. couples. Yes. So I feel like I either see like farm wedding or elopement micro wedding which is which was sophisticated which was it's like hard it's very hard to come by i've I've been struggling that all i mean i know that you're having a challenge but that to me says you're a trendsetter oh thank you and you're a pioneer and you should stay at it and you should Mm -hmm. now be the one to create the inspiration that you didn't see so I'd say you're on to something. You've been on to something the whole time. But we actually have an expert that we're going to bring on to talk more about where you might be able to maybe feature some of your inspiration. Very exciting. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And now it's time to ask our expert. Each episode, we'll be inviting wedding experts and insiders onto the podcast to dig deeper into our bride's biggest problem areas. Today, we have with us Ainsley Blattel, Director of Brand and Marketing at Modern Rebel. Modern Rebel is an unconventional event planning company, helping couples rewrite the rules to their weddings to reflect the real highlight, their relationship. Ainsley was one of the first out non-binary wedding planners in the country, and we are very excited to have them on. Welcome, Ainsley. I'm so excited to be here. Pug. Okay. <laughs> I'm also excited you're here. <laughs> oh, and the studio is awesome. We have a very well-planned, I think you're a well-planned bride. It doesn't feel like it. Ah. Ainsley, <laughs> I have a few questions. Yeah. What are some of the, I guess, 
do you even consider them problem areas? Or what are some of the things that you're thinking society is, okay, this actually may be another topic for a podcast the way this is going, but what are some main takeaways you think you would love to give couples planning same-sex weddings to give them more validation and permission to do their own thing? Ooh, I mean, this is a whole other podcast. This is <laughs> this is everything. Um, and also, like, such an exciting question and also, like, such a, like, oh, God. Is it exhausting? We, it is a little exhausting. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of the biggest struggles and also biggest, like, for me at least, things that I love about being queer is, like, there is no... That like, wedding, n- this wedding? Yeah, no one has told us how to live our lives. No one's given us examples because they're like, well we're not really including you in society. So like, we're not going to like include you in any mainstream movies or like traditions. And so it's just like, we're left out, which means that we kind of have to figure it out on our own. But that means that like, we get to do what we want. We get to do what feels right for us. We get to, I mean, we get to break the rules, rewrite the rules, come up with things that actually feel good and honest for us. And also like, when you don't have any sort of path to follow, it can feel like a really big, like, ooh, there's so much open space. Where do we even begin? Mm -hmm. Um, Which is why it's both like exciting and also like a little bit daunting because where, where do you start with that? And I think so many, so many queer folks, so many LGBTQ folks are just faced with that when they try to start planning because there aren't a lot of resources out there. Yeah. What's the first step you would say to a couple approaching like, all right, we didn't see ourselves. What what would you say the first conversation is they need to be doing together? Oh, the first conversation. You know, I think the first conversation for anyone really, but I think especially <laughs> for queer folks is like, why are you getting married? Mm-hmm. Like actually like talking about that because I think because there's so much open space for queer folks to create a celebration that like doesn't fit the like bridegroom binary, right? And the like all of these traditions. When you talk about and get really specific about why are we doing this? Like why why are you having a wedding? Why not elope? Stay partners forever. Why not elope? Why not like, you know, there are so many other options. Why does this matter to you? Why, why, why? <laughs> and when you get to the heart of that, then you can kind of start figuring out like, oh, we're doing this because as queer people, we haven't had that tiny piece of paper that gives us legal recognition. Mm -hmm. And so we want to have a party to be like, look at that piece of paper and flaunt it in people's faces with, you know, all of your loved ones, right? Like, and then you can start building off that because you know why you're gathering. Mm -hmm. I personally am very excited about that piece of paper. (laughs) Me me as well. (laughs) I mean hasn't been our right for even a decade yet, given how long marriage has been going on. So uh, if you got it, flaunt it. But I think that's that's the that's the starting point is like, why are you getting married? Um, before you even talk budget, before you talk colors, mm-hmm. before you talk vendors, location, you know, whatever. It's like, what's what's the heart of all of this? Yeah. I think in, I mean, working with our couple, any couple, it's like, what is your intention? Because that will help every decision you make moving forward, it will answer the question of why, how you pick things. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you guys have a solid intention? Yes, I do. So we we technically haven't been together for that long. I mean, we've been together two and a half years, but because of COVID and everything, um, it's been a time warp. 
Um, and she's actually been, we've been through a lot together. So mm-hmm. I think if we had been dating pre-COVID, like we maybe would have dated a little longer before yeah. getting engaged. But um, yeah, so we want to get married because, um, you know, I don't want to speak for, for Jacqueline when she's not here. Jackie, we love you. <laughs> I love you. Um, <laughs> but for for me, it's like I... I don't see a future without this person. And mm. when I do think of what I would like my future to be, I want her in it. I want, and like Ainsley said, like you said, um, the piece of paper, like it, I know it is just a piece of paper, but it gives you so many legal rights and protections mm-hmm. that people can't question. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like there have been times where I've had to go to the ER and Jackie has brought me not that many times not I was that like, many talk times. to me <laughs> um, yeah I can't <laughs> I, know, I, like, oh. I can't slice bagels um without a cutting board anymore Copy. Basically. Okay. oh great job um, <laughs> yeah so and like she's she's come with me to doctor's appointments you know what have you and she's not allowed to come in with me because she's not you know mm. family like she's not my mm-hmm. um she's not my wife yet which has been hard to deal with and yeah, the protections. I mean, you really can't. And I've tried to explain this to my straight friends who have been in long-term relationships that mm-hmm. like are not in a rush to get married. You know, it can't be o- overstated how much those legal rights and recognitions mean to queer people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't again, I don't want to speak for all queer people, but for mm-hmm. for, for me and Jackie yeah. as queer people, and I think it signifies that we are becoming a family unit, us two, and that we are on this life journey together. Hey, yeah, do it. I have I have a little thing that I like to share with a lot of queer couples about that piece of paper, if I if I may. One of the things that I love to suggest to people, because typically, like the marriage license is, it's so funny. We've gotten to a point with weddings where like the marriage license, like doesn't really no one everyone's like oh yeah you just signed it whatever and it's like what what do we think we're doing here like you're that's kind of the whole point of this and because it's often signed kind of in private away from everybody one of the things that I like to suggest to like queer couples is sign it publicly like taking a moment during your ceremony oh you look excited about this great topic you brought up um oh my god we are having a Jewish wedding um Mm -hmm. we are going to have a ketubah Yes. Um, that is going to be made by someone I work with who's a brilliant artist. So, but we just have to write the text because there is no lesbian ketubah hey. text. Hi, uh-huh. For context, ketubah is the Jewish <laughs> marriage contract, kind of outlines, you know, for, for straight couples, like they're both entitled to this and whatever. It's very um, heteronormative. But so we have to design our own text. And then in in a Jewish wedding, there's... Like the first look is probably when you sign the ketubah and you do it in front of witnesses and the mm-hmm. rabbi is there. And then you put the ketubah on an easel under the chuppah so the community can see it and the community can see that you have signed this contract together and that it's, you know. They know it's real. Yeah, they know it's real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. And I I feel like I've had some queer Jewish couples in the past where like, and I, I can't remember for the life of me right now what they did, but like we're similarly struggling with like, mm-hmm. what do you do? There's no template here, right? Mm-hmm. And I think especially as you get more and more niche with layering on identities, right? Like mm-hmm. like I know several, you know, uh, vendors and, and community resources for queer people getting married, but I don't know for sure if they have resources specifically for like queer Jewish people getting married because 
Yeah. Because the, the world. I'm going to keep saying it. You're yeah. literally leading the charge yeah. here. Like, this is fabulous. Mm-hmm. Ainsley, understanding how short of a time queer people have been able to get married and how long you want to go, what have you actually seen happen within, like, maybe the first wedding you've planned, like, now? What are some things you're seeing mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. and you can maybe tone them as trends, but, or even just traditions or formalities or ease? Talk to me about mm-hmm. what we're seeing just in that yeah. Well, I mean, I think this kind of goes back to, Jamie, what your original question was, was like of, you know, how, how do we plan something when we don't have a, a script or a template, right? Mm-hmm. Or when the script and template doesn't make space for people like us. Mm-hmm. And I think what I've seen over the years is that like, I don't know what, like five, seven years ago, I think people were trying to mirror and emulate more of the like you Mm -hmm. know wedding traditions for straight folks right they were like Mm -hmm. well this is how a wedding is done and i guess now that we get married like this is what we do and now i'm just seeing so much more creativity Mm -hmm. i'm seeing so many more queer people being like i don't want to follow and emulate straightness in the rest of my life why would i want to do that in my wedding Mm -hmm. let's let's do something totally different let's Mm -hmm. like i mean I'm a floral gay, so like I love a floral <laughs> print. Oh my yes. If there's year round, flowers are for everyone. Like just, you know, I'm seeing a lot more bold yes. prints, a lot more florals. Everyone's carrying flowers. There's creative ways to cap to carry flowers that aren't just like a bouquet or a boutonniere necessarily, you mm-hmm. know? And like seeing people just being like, I want to create something that actually feels like a reflection of our partnership and our community. Mm -hmm. And most of the time that doesn't kind of follow what we've been taught that weddings are supposed to look like. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love some buttercream. I love some tool. And also like, (laughs) how do I sneak this floral print into absolutely everything? Yeah. So I think understanding you're seeing more trendsetters and you're about to be a pioneer. What are resources what are outlets? What are publications? Mm-hmm. Accounts to follow that are trendset worthy for queer couples, if there is, if there are some that exist. And why are they not just on Vogue or just why aren't they all just the same publication? You're asking the hard hitting <laughs> questions here. <laughs> that's like that's why what do I'm you, wondering. I mean, because to me, it's like, where do I go to see black girls getting married? I have my own my own thing. Mm-hmm. Where would I go to see queer? There's another place to go for mm-hmm. that. It's like, oh, we all got to go someplace. Yeah. We got to go someplace. Mm-hmm. So we don't get to be mainstream yet. Apparently. Love, love that. So Ainsley, where, where do people go to see themselves? <laughs> I mean, two of, two of my favorite places are um, equally wed, which is just an incredible resource for finding vendors, finding inspiration, um, finding real stories and, you know, like thought pieces um, from folks in the industry from, you know, real marriers. And that's actually, uh, you know, marriers are folks who are getting married. And that's from Equally Wed is where I found out about that term, which I love because it's all gender. It's inclusive because everyone's default is, you know, bride and groom. Um, and not everyone wants to be a bride or a groom. Even people who like, you know, are are cisgendered straight men or cisgendered straight women. Like that term has those terms have a lot of baggage. Anyway, I digress. You I just could, gave me a lot of freedom there. I am. I ma- like nearlyweds I, too. I heard that mm-hmm. on my TikTok. Mm-hmm. Nearlyweds. Marriers, nearly wet. so saucy. Because mm-hmm. I think bride just mm-hmm. gives, it just gives me anxiety thinking being called one. Yeah. I'd like to be a marrier. That's also an issue in the lesbian wedding. Oh, well. Yeah. Which one? Mm-hmm. So 
I mean, I I I apologize for this tangent. I know I'm just the guest. Lock but, and load, um, safe space. You're safe. But, space. <laughs> um, like this is a, a real thing. Like I'm trying. I'm active-ish on wedding TikTok, and a lot of the people whose content, let's shall we say, gets pushed to the top of the algorithm or the mm-hmm. for you page, are straight, skinny white women. Love. Um, mm-hmm. And I am one of those things. Um, I'm only, I'm just white, I'm not straight or skinny. Um, but, and, and a lot of the content is like the bride, like the bride and like the wedding industry in general, I feel like focuses on the bride, but like, we are both the bride. How do we both have that bridal Mm -hmm. moment? Because we don't want to outshine each other. Like we are in a partnership together. So yeah, just how wow. how do we both feel like the bride? Oh my goodness. I know. It's this it's it's wild that, that that's a question that we have to ask yeah. uh, in 2023. Yeah, because I mean, I, I wonder if this is your experience, but like, you know, engaging with vendors or, you know, talking to other people, like there's kind of an assumption that only one of you really cares about this. Yep. Yes. And it's like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. More than one person can care about getting married. In fact, yeah. I hope both people do. Yeah. They're both getting married. Yeah. But like, that's not, that's not typical when you have, mm-hmm. you know, a, a bride and groom always. Yeah. Or when we, when we were touring venues um, and, you know, they had the bridal suite, which was like mm-hmm. very, you know, plush and had great lighting and was beautiful. <laughs> and then you had, they had the groom's getting ready area, which is like, which is like a a linen closet with like one (laughs) light bulb flickering, just swinging. They're like, groups don't need lighting. They don't care. They show up like, but then you're both like, well, we're both the brides and Mm -hmm. we want, we want, and I'm sure there are groups that want a better getting ready space. Like, why I, should I know they be more relegated to, to the hotel or like, to, it's also always mm-hmm. a pool room. Yeah. Any venue that has a pool room that not a, like the game pool, um, mm-hmm. a pool that, closet, a pool closet. Or like, <laughs> the men always like they're like, oh, play darts or something, oh drink God. beer while you wait to get married. This is so eye opening, and it's it's hard too because those things just reinforce these stereotypes, right? Yeah. And it's like if we actually, <sighs> like, I know it's expensive to create two really nice, like, lush rooms, but like, do it. Yeah, do it. And then that can not only allow both people getting married to have a beautiful space to get ready in whatever sense that they want to, but it also like allows for both people getting married, no matter their gender or sexual orientation to like have an awesome experience. present in this experience. Yeah. yeah. Have an equally fabulous experience. Yeah. Feel yeah. barriers. Feel I'm still stuck on that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. found working with the vendors has been easy um for the most part yes um you know we're very lucky we live in new york city so i I think it would be a very different story if we were you know maybe in the midwest or the south but it's it's been for the most part very easy but still in selecting vendors especially for our hair and makeup team that we chose like when we were looking through places it's it was very hard to find a queer owned company hmm. and also just for mm-hmm. vendors in general if Willow you're House beauty yeah that's what I, we're actually oh, using okay, cool. House beauty. Yes. Um, <laughs> i have one of their like pouches on my shelf oh, my God. God. <laughs> um but 
like when I when we were looking for for vendors and you go to someone's, you know, Instagram page, they can they can have a little rainbow in their bio. They can have the pride flag in their bio. But if I'm not seeing queer couples prominently on Mm. your Instagram or in your gallery of your work on your website, why would I give you my money? Like because essentially what that Mm -hmm. is saying is we will take your money. We will give you this service, but we will not celebrate you like we do the straight, skinny, white couples. Because it's also, Mm -hmm. so many vendors are so, their weddings are so white. Like, it's hard to find, you know, representation of, you know, of black weddings that are, and I've seen so many that are gorgeous. Yeah. And there's so many creators on TikTok that are black women getting married and they're they're just. It just doesn't sell. But Only why? in February. But why? February itself. Oh, and June. Okay, mm-hmm. oh, selling June. June. We get yeah. our months. They all they are like that. the vendors that <laughs> that have like you know want they post only gay weddings in June. Mm-hmm. And should get a all, warm month. And they're June all get a warm month. Mine's cold. Yeah. But go <laughs> ahead. Um, <laughs> um, and the the couples that they choose to showcase during Pride Month, they're all very perfect. skinny. They're all mm-hmm. perfect. They're all like. It, it just doesn't reflect the reality of, you know, what I know the queer community to be. Mm-hmm. In an effort to always be solutions oriented. Mm-hmm. Ainsley, what are we going to do about it? Oh, Jesus. That's that's a big question. <laughs> I mean, what what I'm doing about it is is trying to talk to as many people as possible and shout about things and like spread the words of marriers and like feels very lonely shouting from the rooftops about like why only yeah straight skinny thin (laughs) like white queer people get any sort of attention yeah but what i think we i think what we're gonna do is like keep shouting right like keep shouting keep showing up like and a pioneering which is what you're doing yes yes i mean i love i love having pioneer marriers who are doing new things and like asking more of their vendors and then i think it's up to the vendors really to do more Mm. right but because so there's how only you, there's only so much you can do when you're like, hey, why why do I only have one nice room? So how, <laughs> so how do you counter what you're saying, Ainsley, with um, you know, well, this is what sells or this is what makes money? Yeah, is the you know straight, skinny, white. You you know what thing. doesn't make sense to me about that is like, it doesn't make all the money. Mm-hmm. Like this is what blows my mind. Queer about people the world have we live money in. to spend. Queer people have money. Queer people have money. Fat people have money. Folks of color have money. Folks with disabilities have money. Like mm-hmm. the world. I mean, here's the thing. Capitalism is a whole other bag, and I will put to the side. But like, so, so many people have money that they want to give to people if they are see themselves reflected. And the world's like, oh no, 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 no. We're not. That doesn't sell. And it's like, actually, you have no idea how much it would sell because you're not yeah. giving yourself that opportunity. You're not giving yourself the opportunity to connect with these people who are so hungry for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I run Modern Rebel Social Media. It's one of my my many things. It's uh, a fun place to be. I'm I'm newly over on on TikTok, and so that wedding TikTok world is like, ooh, it's whole a other doozy. Ball game. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to make videos and and with my face and hashtag it with queer TikTok to be like, Same. all right, get get the non-binary trans person up to the top. <laughs> um, come on, algorithm. But like, I'm always trying to be conscious of like, do we have like queer folks do we have folks of color do we have fat folks like in our top nine 
mm-hmm. right? Mm. Because you like, I need to know that someone's going to come to this page and not have to scroll yeah. back yeah. months and months and they'll be like, oh, no, there I am. There's someone who looks like me hmm. because that makes a huge difference. That makes a connection before you've even said anything, before they've gone to your website, before you've had a conversation, like step one, step one. So I think it's – and this I – I think we can all – we can all say we're doing enough. We could all do more. And I think it's mm-hmm. also encouraging others. When you see a great picture of a wedding that maybe the person doesn't look like you in it, Share it. Help help out. Help spread the mm-hmm. word of what other mm-hmm. weddings <laughs> look like, for lack of better words. But also, like, just keep just keep doing it. Keep sharing. Keep showing up like you're doing and just being the best you can. And it's like, we're going to get there eventually. It's going to take some time. It's all relatively new. We're getting there. But again, we're pioneering and we're making beautiful weddings happen. Mm-hmm. When it comes to vendors showcase vendors that are doing awesome work. I know for myself, like with my team, I pick every single vendor. But when someone from my team, just recently, she sent me, she's like, this florist is great. I was like, I went to the team. I went to the team. I go to the website, I always go to the team. There was not Mm -hmm. a one person of color on that team. And I was like, baby, it is a lesbian wedding I am doing. One of our marriers is black. One of the other marriers is Indian. I said, baby, I, there's there's nothing here. So I think it's mm-hmm. up to us and those listening, when you're looking for your vendor partners, be more intentional about who your vendor partners are. You don't have to mm-hmm. be queer to pick a queer vendor partner. Yeah, we actually have some straight vendors. <laughs> well, I mean, rentals, so catering. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but we, but the, the straight vendors that we chose um, do do a lot of queer weddings. They do weddings um, yeah. of, you know, fat people, people of color. So we are very, Is there a to be kinder name for fat people? I don't care. Comfy? Do you care, Well, here's actually something that I've learned Plus from the, Oh. Well, like fat is not a bad word. Oh. Like, that's not, the thing. Not. That's not a bad word. And so calling, like, I call myself a fat person. I'm like a small fat person because there's, there's ranges of fatness, but like, I mean, just like there's different like shades of being a black person, you know, there's True. there's Light all skin, the different ways. Yeah. Skin. And there's different levels of like how society is going to interact with you based on that. Right. Like based True on your different levels story. of fatness. So, yeah. And fat, I feel like is especially a dirty word in like wedding industry, mm-hmm. wedding culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, interesting. Yeah. There's so much here. I know. And we're I, we don't have anyone to solve the problems. All no. we can do is just talk about it. Because that does mm-hmm. that does everything it needs to do. Mm-hmm. And I hope everyone listening here, go support everything. And books are magic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Imagine all the people. Yeah. Dig deeper into your vendors. Don't just go with the ones your friends went with. Don't just go with the ones that are getting the most rate. Like, dig deeper. Yeah. Be more intentional. Mm-hmm. People that say a service is a service are part of a community that is not marginalized at all. Mm-hmm. They don't understand the weight of yeah. putting of putting your money where your values yeah, are. Yeah, 100%. And especially, I think, on your wedding day, like, it's not just a service. Like, this is an important moment in your life. And, like, yeah. you want to mm-hmm. like the people that are around you. You want to feel like those people are your advocates, that they are your, like, that you can come to them with any challenge, especially for queer folks. Day of, maybe, like, you know, the drunk uncle is suddenly, like, hey. saying, some, saying some stuff and you're like, 
Ooh, that sounds pretty close to homophobia. This is my wedding day. I don't want to deal with this. That's when you want to be like, hey, vendor, I trust you. I trust you because I know that you are here to see, celebrate, and uplift me. Like, can you go handle that? And you want to trust that that person's going to be like, yeah, I got you. No questions asked. And you don't want to have to question on that day, like, are you providing me with a service? Or like, are you... Are you on my side? Are you on my team? Are you truly here to help celebrate me? Because like you don't want to have to do a do-over of your wedding, right? No. Like you're hoping this is this is the one time you're gonna do this. And it's it's not like a stage production. You're not like, you know, it's it's one time. It will be a very so, expensive do-over. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, not trying to do that. So picking no. your vendors right the first time is paramount. Mm-hmm. And if down the road, you realize that they're not your ally and they're not in your corner, abort ship as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And find the right mm-hmm. one. It will be worth it in the end. Mm-hmm. Ainsley, any mm-hmm. other tips or like your last minute, your Oscar speech that you got to give? Ooh. Don't hurt him. I mean, I wasn't prepared <laughs> for this. Um, well, I think first one other resource that I forgot to mention earlier, maybe we went on a tangent, um, I really love is dancing with her and dancing with them. They started off as dancing with her because they're a, a lesbian couple in Australia and they couldn't find any representation. So they, they started it. That's what we're doing. You know, people out here who are not represented by the mainstream are just starting their own stuff. Uh, but then because they realized dancing with her is not, you know, inclusive to other folks in the community, they created dancing with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have a lot of great inspiration, resources, vendors, et cetera. Um, I don't know if I have an Oscar speech. I feel like I should. You should. You got it up there. I really should. I mean. Tell the people what they want to hear. <laughs> Plan a celebration that feels authentic to you. Mm. Fuck tradition. Like, if that doesn't feel good for you, then don't do it. If it does feel good for you, follow it. Great. Like, I love that for you. What I really want for my clients and for everyone at the end of the day is to have a celebration of your love and partnership and community that feels so good for you, that looks like you, that loves like you, right? Like, I want people to show up to their to their wedding, to their love party, as we say at Modern Rebel, and just feel like this is me. Mm-hmm. This is our partnership. And like, fuck yeah. Right? Like, I want every moment of that day to be a full 100% like, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. And if that means reinventing traditions, rewriting it, re- just like breaking all of the rules, like whatever it is that you need to do to show up to your celebration and feel like this is exactly what you want it to be, then that's what you should do. Yeah. No one else is getting married but you. Amen. Mm-hmm. Like so many people have opinions. So many people have opinions. They're not getting married. No pain, not no paying. say. I was like, then they're not paying. No pain, no, no say. Pain, no say. <laughs> and if it's not a hell yes, it's a hard no. Exactly. Alrighty. That was lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Ainsley. Thank you for evoking that Oscar speech. Anytime. From Write it down so you don't forget it. And another Love Inc. Mag magazine, Brittany yes. Dyer. Mm-hmm. She has a great publication mm-hmm. if you want to feature your wedding. Or Love Party. Love Party. Love Party. See, mm-hmm. I would love to, but Say I less. just don't know if it would get featured. Shoot your shot. 
That's true. That's what I did to, I mean, to come on. Get Netflix. here. You got I mean, here, honey. Has been talking about how so many people are hungry for this kind of content. Like people want to see you. People want to see your wedding. I want to see your wedding. Share it oh. every day. Share it. We're in. Get there. it in the New York Times, Ainsley. Do it. I'll, I'll work on it. I have my contacts. <laughs> now. Like, she, she, got, she got it. She got it. She got somebody. Use your contacts. <laughs> All right. Well, any other questions? How do you feel, Jamie? This has been so validating and fulfilling on so many ways. Like I've I've been listening to Betch's Brides since a little bit before I got engaged. Um, we love and you. I love you too. Um, <laughs> but what always kind of bugged me is, you know, there I, I didn't see myself in many of the episodes. You know, mm. Hannah Chambers, she was really like the first queer bride that has been on more than one episode. Mm. Um, and I mean, I know Taylor Strecker was the host and uh, and she's queer too, but, and I and I, I hope that if I felt this way, then other people felt this 100%. way. That like, you know, I love the podcast. I want to hear from more queer marriers and nearlyweds that aren't, um, n- there's nothing wrong with gay men. I love gay men, um, but- they have their show. They have they have their show. <laughs> no. Yeah, just I I think it'll be amazing to hopefully open a door for for mm. more diverse real brides vendors yeah. to to be on the show. Obviously, you are the first black woman host of the show and I don't think that can be understated that the importance of that more diversity and inclusion. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I'm grateful that you came on the show and that you shared your story. And that you're pioneering and you're ex- you're being an expander for others that are looking at you for their example. So con- kudos to you because this big fat Jewish lesbian wedding is going to be fire. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I'm very Ainsley and I actually <laughs> might be you there. You can crash. We might I just care. I, yeah, yeah, I say yeah, that yeah. with every other okay. expert. I was like, yo, we're crashing every wedding. That <laughs> I got a lot on, of weddings. It is on Marathon Sunday. So getting okay. into Queens Ooh. might be a little difficult. So We'll take bikes. All right. Yeah. So... <laughs> Well, that's it for this week's episode of Betches Brides. Um, Ainsley, where can people find you on social and follow you? Ooh, great question. Uh, you can find me personally on Instagram at lazyandrogyny, uh, or you can follow all of the stuff that I put out on the internet at Modern Rebel and Co. Love. And Miss Lady? If people want to find me. They do. Um, <laughs> my personal Instagram <laughs> is at Jamie Spock with an underscore between Jamie and Spock. Um and I am on the TikTok. Um, my mm. username is Hala, like Hala the bread, Hala back girl mm-hmm. ninety five. Oh, and I yes. and I try to post, you know, a lot of queer, queer wedding content, wedding planning while grieving content. Oh, good um, for you. So yeah, Trick we're, I'm gonna come find you there. Awesome, uh, good stuff. Yeah, I don't have that many followers, but soon come, soon come. <laughs> if you build it, they will. Come. If you build, if you post will. it, they will. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Follow the show at Betches Brides on Instagram. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. We'll have new episodes every single Monday, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Thank you so much for listening, and till death do us part. Betches.